I'm Ron Alesco, and you're listening to Traditions here on 89.1 WFTU Teaneck, the global voice of Fairleigh Dickinson University. And uh, now we have a, another special guest. If this day wasn't special enough, we, we have another wonderful uh, guest who was with us a couple of years ago when she had an album out called Open Book. Mm-hmm. She's got a, a new CD out called Square Peg, and it's Marcy Geller. Marcy, welcome to the studio. Hi, Ron. Hi, everybody. <laughs> thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming today. And yeah. uh, thanks for making this great, great album. Thank uh, you. Uh, Square Peg. <laughs> now, now, this yeah. is your what? Your third or fourth solo it's my fourth solo cd well it's technically my fifth but the there's a there's a cd that probably will never see the light of day because there was a record label involved yada Uh, yada yada um but yeah it's the fourth solo cd and um i'm excited about it you know it's, it's had its challenges as we were just talking about as far as logistics and getting it out when intended but it's here now yeah and it's available so we're happy we, we were lucky you gave us a, a copy early last yeah. year, so we, we shared some songs on oh, this, but now it's you. out everywhere, yes. you, you, and it's, I'm sure it's getting some wonderful airplay all on stations all across the country. It is. Your, your last CD did very well, too, yeah. uh, Folk DJ. So, yeah. It was shocking. Yeah. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I didn't even know, and, and Myra, Maya Byrne called me and said, you little stinker, you're on the top 100 uh. albums for 2012. <laughs> I'm like, I am? Because yeah. you know, I don't look at that stuff. I mean, maybe that's crazy but you know i don't get wrapped up in like what number am i and what chart you know i'm i'm i really just want to make the best album that i can possibly make and share it with as many humans or you know maybe animals too i don't know (laughs) (laughs) whoever wants to listen listen. exactly that's why i feel with my audience too i don't care (laughs) yeah somebody's listening right right it's good by me right well it's a lovely cd and uh i think it it shows your your growth as a songwriter and Performing artists, mm-hmm. um, recording artists as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, let's let's play some cuts from it. In sure. fact, we'll start with the first one, which has a very special guest on it. It does, Lori Lieberman. Yeah, wow, pinch me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lori's been a friend for a number of years now, and you know she's always been a big supporter of mine. So. Telling her I wrote this song and I I think your voice would sound really great uh-huh. on it was was kind of, you know, a step. It was like a leap of faith to to put it out there and hope that she you know connected with the song. And it was really funny because I she's like, well, send it over, and like literally like five minutes later she was like, oh my god, I have to sing on this uh-huh. song. And I was like, really? Okay. And and then we we did like some Skype sessions where we worked out the different harmonies and stuff and we just had so much fun and she just she just had these magnificent ideas. She's like, "Well, I'm hearing this and I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I asked you. I'm uh-huh. so glad I was brave and I asked you." And and it's 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 just a a lovely lovely friendship in song. my window there's a world that's shining brightly but the only thing that strikes me are the shadows i could ride the waves of goodness let my body float on hope push aside the constant clamor of myself down i searched high i fell low lost my savior long ago that is the music that will save me, save me. I can marvel at the beauty behind this tattered shirt That reminds me of the moment when I face truth But the truth is just an angle that could turn like billowed sails And the only one to steer and hold the mind I've searched high, I fell low, lost my savior long ago. Now I know that it's the music that will save me. Pull the curtain back and behold the promise of my creation.
Lovely. What? What? That, that, those harmonies. This is so great. <laughs> She's magic. She is. And you were saying you did all this through through Skype. Was yeah. That, yeah. Wow. We did it through Skype and. Uh, every time she would sing a line, I would say yes. And she's like, well, do you like that or the other one? I'm like, yes. <laughs> you know, and, you know, she has a recording studio also. So she said, you know, I'll just put some stuff down and then you can choose whatever you want. And we pretty much used every single thing that she sent us because everything was beautiful. And my husband's like, well, do you want to take out anything? I'm like, no. Yeah. No, because it's, it's just so, her voice is so beautiful and her energy is so beautiful. And it just brought the song to this like really heavenly place and it, it made me really happy and it made her happy too. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's, it's amazing. We're, I'm always so happy when I hear about artists like Lori Lieberman helping out mm-hmm. new generations of mm-hmm. artists, yeah. uh, you know, carrying that tradition on and just yeah. being so generous with their talent. I mean, obviously she's been around the block a few times. Yeah. She's, she's had a couple of hits. Uh, yeah, just a few. Uh, just a few. <laughs> <laughs> but to, to see that, that talent being shared. And I understand you, you got to perform with her uh, recently. I did. Yeah. I did. I did a, a house concert out at Kiki Ebsen's Ranch in California. Uh, it's called the Peace Harmony Co- uh, Concert Series. And she raises money for um, the Healing Equine Ranch, which is um, her not-for-profit where they take rescue horses and rehabilitate them. And mm-hmm. and so Lori came out and we sang Save Me for the audience. And uh. it was just, it was, you know, it's one thing to do things in the studio. Um, for me, live performance, there's just an energy. There's an exchange between the audience and the performers. And I, I always say the audience is like 50% responsible for how the show goes. Cause, and we, of course, had a perfect audience. And Lori and I did the song, and I was just like covered in goosebumps. And I'm like, you supposed to, is that supposed to happen when you're the performer? <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, Am I just getting arrogant when right. I was with my age or something? But it was a really great moment, and we had so much fun together. Oh, that's lovely to hear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm reminded of something that Utah Phillips once said, that when you write a song, it's not yours anymore. It goes out there, and it's part of the world. And, Absolutely. And, and the songs that you've, you've written on this album, and, you know, there's several of them that are, um, I don't, I don't I hate to use the word anthem. It's not really so much an <laughs> anthem, but it is something that I think people can relate to, okay. something that people can, can sing with. I mean, that, that song I hope is, so. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of an empowering song. And what, what I found interesting is when I was reading about how this album came to be mm-hmm. it seemed like it came out of a, of a point in your life much younger uh, point in your life when you were um in in in, in uh, grade school where you were talking about being kind of lonely is that true yeah. yeah well i mean i think all of my songs came from that time <laughs> you know i mean i think that you know it's a very interesting thing when you grow up as the kid that was always feeling like she didn't really fit in and 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 I was picked on and you know there's some stuff there's some dark things back there and I think that even as an adult where I've uh, you know attained a certain level of confidence there's still that kid inside of me that got picked on you know and I think that that's true with people you know you lose a lot of weight I think there's still that fat person that yeah. the, that overweight person that lives inside of your head and your soul and that feels like the fat kid and and I always feel like the kid that didn't belong like there's a part of me that always feels like the nerd that you know was like you know coming up with songs and ideas in her head and everybody else was talking about Barbies you know 
And I just, I didn't relate to Barbies. I was a weird little kid, you know, and I just wanted to write songs, like, from the very beginning. So, but I found my way, you know. But again, a lot of, like you said, a lot of the songs were birthed out of that feeling of not necessarily uh, fitting into the little box that you're supposed to fit Mm -hmm. in. And as an adult, I see the beauty in that. But there's still that little kid in me that gets hurt and wounded sometimes yeah. and the songs are a way of healing that stuff you yeah, know exactly I'm, I'm with you there I, I had a similar kind of experience Aww. as a kid too but uh, I'm okay now okay <laughs> we'll have to cry <laughs> afterwards right. we, we, we will we'll, okay no, but what, what I what I came away with after listening to your CD um, after reading that about it is that you're able to reach people who may not have been in that position. You make these songs very relatable to everybody. Oh, thank you. And that's a tough thing to do. You know, <laughs> there's a, a part of me that has in the back of my head, you know, there. I, I think as a songwriter, there's this point of universal messaging. Mm-hmm. You know, this may have been about this type of heartbreak, but is anybody going to relate to it? <laughs> is what right. you, excuse me, ask yourself as a songwriter. So I have to then say, you know, do I need to be honest to to the truth or do I need to be truthful to the song? And at that point, you make decisions. <laughs> and at this point in time, I want I want the songs to hit the, the soul of other people. It doesn't have to be somebody who was picked on as a kid. It could be somebody who had a tough day. Yeah. Or yeah. somebody who suffers with winter the way I do, you know, where the, there's no sun, and, <laughs> which is why I wrote Save Me. You know, I thought I was convinced spring was never going to come. And yeah. I heard bagpipes being played in my neighborhood. And I wrote the song to the drone of bagpipes, oh. which is kind of perfect because you just had Irish on the show. Right, so. <laughs> right, right. Well, uh, we're going to hear another cut from uh, from the CD, and we're going to hear a couple of more cuts from the CD, sure. but, but we're going to take a, a quick little break. Uh, I just want everybody to know that you're listening to Traditions on 89.1 WFTTNEC. I'm Ron Alesco, and my guest today is Marcy Geller, and we'll be right back. This segment of WFDU programming is underwritten by Rob Reed's Custom Cabinetry and Woodworking, a hands-on woodworking shop specializing in cabinetry, wall units, and formica applications. Custom units and clean cabinet designs for your officer workshop. They build it all. Their products are crafted from exotic wood to man-made materials. Located right in Bergenfield, hours by appointment only. The number for more information is 201-385-2649 and ask for Rob. That's 201-385-2649. This is Soul Rocker, Jimmy Blue, here to let you know about a unique radio show that's called Cold Blue that will show enough rock your soul. It's happening Wednesday afternoons from 1 to 3, 4, 5 until 4 on the web worldwide. So hang out with me for some funk, blues, soul, rock, a little reggae, and some gospel music. Because we be getting down here on 89.1 FM WFDU. Blazing online at WFDU.FM. So come on, because you're going to dig this. It's currently 56 degrees in Teaneck, some isolated showers this afternoon. It's mostly cloudy skies, and tonight, well, those clouds are going to dissipate, and then uh, temperatures drop down to about 40. Tomorrow, expect sunny day, high near 66, but it'll be a bit breezy. And uh, looking ahead to Tuesday, a slight chance of sprinkles afternoon. Rain, rain, go away. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, the rain is not here. The clouds aren't here where it's a sunny day in the studio because uh, Marcy Geller is with us. Hmm. She's talking about her new CD called Square Peg. Mm. And uh, a lovely CD it is. Featured, we heard the duet with uh, Lori Lieberman. We're going to hear one a little bit later on with David Buskin. And uh, right now, I'd like to share this song, um, which is one of the first songs I heard you perform live. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so glad you were able to finally get this recorded. Yeah. Uh, huh? song called Forgotten Dreams. Yeah. I actually wrote it at Folk Alliance. And I'm, I'm sure that your audience is familiar with what Folk Alliance is. It's this big conference. Right. And this was the first time I'd ever gone. And Kerrville um, hosts this songwriting challenge called the Kerrville Songwriters Breakfast. And you have basically four days. You, you pick a prompt day one, and then you have four days to come back and 
perform a song at breakfast. And, you know, if you've been to any of the Folk Alliances, whether it's Nerf or Surf or Folk Alliance, breakfast is a really tough <laughs> thing at these conferences. So that and performing until, you know, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning and then going to all the workshops and then, oh, I'm going to write a song because I'm insane, you know. <laughs> okay, sure, it's my first Folk Alliance. I'm going to write a song too. And the interesting thing is, is it was in Toronto that year. And I was running, and it was like, I think it was four degrees while I was running. And I got this very intense wave of energy and emotion that hit me. Almost this, It was almost like a vision, if that doesn't sound too corny, that somebody was in the process of transitioning, and we were holding them here, and they needed to know that it was okay to go. And and so that's when I got the first line, which is lay down your head, you know, this body's a burden. Um, what I found out after I wrote the song, performed it at, at, at Folk Alliance, came home was that a very, very dear friend to our music community in Stony Brook in the Three Village area, um, Steve Minasali, was in the process of transitioning. Mm-hmm. And I, re- I, I still get goosebumps yeah. when I talk about it, but I, I feel like... He came to me and, and asked me to write the song. So I, I send it to him with love and anybody else that's in that kind of struggle. Lay down your head. That's a powerful song. I mean, I, I've, I've heard it several times, and uh, 
it, it still gets to me. Uh, you know, you mentioned before it was uh, uh, in a transitional song, and mm. uh, I, I think a lot of people who are in positions like that can relate to that. that that's what makes these songs so powerful. And uh, thanks. You know, you you were, you were part of. Um, you, you mentioned the being at Folk Alliance and being mm-hmm. kind of challenged to write that song, but mm-hmm. you've been part of other other groups. You were part of Songwriters Exchange, mm-hmm. which Jack Hardy started, mm-hmm. and you were also part of something called the Fearless Songwriters <laughs> Challenge. Oh yes, 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 yes. Uh, what what is that all about? Um, that's called Hyper Crazy. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh, Fearless Songwriters Challenge was started by. Timmy Reardon, who's a fellow singer-songwriter. Um, it's actually a Facebook group that he started, and the challenge is a seven-day challenge where every night at midnight they give you a prompt, and you have 24 hours to not only write a song but record it in some fashion, whether it's on your smartphone or whatever, and put it up publicly on the group for everybody to hear. And so, of course, not only did I have I participated, I think, in four of them at this point, but I also blogged about it. So not only did the people who are also doing it get to hear the songs, but I actually made it available to my mailing list and my listeners, which was kind of crazy because if people don't know what it is and they just listen, they go, well, why does it sound like you're singing into your (laughs) iPhone? Um, It's because I am singing into my iPhone. Um, But the very, very first songwriter challenge that I did with Fearless. Um, The prompt was a painting called Boston Common at Twilight, which is a turn-of-the-century painting of this woman holding the hands of her two children, and she has this, like, ultimate look of bliss on her face. And it prompted this memory of a photograph from long ago in my history, and it made me wonder where that look went for this particular person, and, and that's how this next song, She Was Happy Then, was written. There's a picture in a tattered book Here beneath the stacks of sorrow He was certain that she had to exist He'd like to see her now Cause she was happy then She was happy then He pours a tall one to a big Again, that's another song I've heard before, but it just it came out so well on the recording. Thank you. Yeah, and I'll mention that 
aside from Marshall Rosenberg and Maya Byrne playing, um, well, Marshall played the percussion and Maya Byrne played the mandolin, Jonathan Predis from Miles to Dayton is on cello on that oh, song. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Yeah, it's something so special about this folk community that we're part of. I mean, it's hard to define what folk music is anymore. But Yeah, seriously. Uh, oh, and Craig Aiken. Don't let me forget oh, Craig, Craig right. Aiken played upright bass on that one. <laughs> But you know what I was going to mention was that you know about folk music, it, the, the idea of community, I yes. think, is what really carries across. And mm-hmm. All these wonderful people that have helped you out on the CD oh, and yeah. uh, participated, and you know people like Jack Hardy. I mean, mm-hmm. I know Jack with the Songwriters Exchange was always about you had to bring a new song in each yeah. week, and yeah. you know it was a, just the idea of of writing and getting out there and doing right. it. Right. And what you mentioned with Timmy Reardon's Fearless Song Challenge. <laughs> uh, Seven songs in, in one se- week, in, in seven days. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That that is difficult. Now, I, I guess not all of them are keepers, but um, it's just the, the the art of I guess doing it as well. But it it's... is the art of doing it. And honestly, like, I've had very few throwaways. There's, really? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't always feel like every song is for me. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times I write songs that I think other artists would cover better than me so there's a lot of songs that may not wind up on one of my cds but i kind of hope that they're gonna wind up on other artists in Uh fact i've spoken to like people like gathering time and some other musicians about covering some of the songs that i've written yeah that that would work i mean some some of these especially i think are as i said before they're so relatable to to, to people that i think that would would work well Um, plus there's too many at this point i'd have to do like seven albums a year or so Uh (laughs) (laughs) no money for that yeah now, this one uh, came out how many years after your open book? About two years? Two years, two yeah. Two years? Wow. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I, I, as I said before, I have heard some of these, so I know you've been working on some of these mm-hmm. for a while. How long did it take to write all 12 songs on this? Was it all part of... Um... Well, I, I, most of the songs on this album were written through a Fearless Songwriter Challenge, not the same one, because you know, it's only right. seven songs, obviously. Um and other challenges, like I told you about the, the Kerrville challenge and, and coming up with Forgotten Dreams. Um, and one song in particular is from a previous compilation CD that was actually a fundraiser many years ago that people had been asking me over and over again to do a new version of, which I did. Um, you know, for me, I always have a backlog of material. And the way I determine what's going to make it onto a CD is, first of all, is performance. You know, if you perform it and it falls flat, <laughs> you're like, okay, that one won't be on this next right. CD. But if you perform it and people resonate with it, then you're like, okay, let's keep that one as an option. And then, you know, in order to create these CDs nowadays, there's the record label is the Kickstarter or the Pledge Music mm-hmm. or the whatever the crowdfunding you know source that you use. So I put it out to... The people who back the CDs and and we kind of poll and say, you know, which songs do you love? And I actually do something really weird in that I invite the the supporters to webcam in and watch the recording sessions. And so they see the songs come together and Mm. then, you know, they'll give feedback about like, you know, well, this one we really love, you know, but that one not as much, you know, and then and we'll make decisions based on that feedback also. Right. That's that's a really intriguing way of doing it. I mean, some artists will, you know, come up with a theme and then they have to find songs. But, but, you know, I think that's why your CD works so well, because it it has gone through um, (laughs) a vetting vetting process. Right. 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 Uh, and, you know, and honestly, that may be the future of music. You know, it's, uh, they keep saying, they've been saying for the last 10 years that CDs only have another year or so, but you know, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it keeps going on and on. But, you know, I, I think the idea of, of writing a good, well-crafted song and getting it out there to people is what, uh, well, that's what, what that's keeps what, going. Yeah, that's totally, I, I'm all about the song. And, you know, and I'm all about the, the album, too. You yeah, know, I guess yeah. I'm from that generation that's still, like, if I pay money like i want something in my hands so i can you know crack open the seal and 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 open it and oh the pictures and and i want to read the credits and i want to know who was on the cd and who wrote the songs and you know i want to know like who engineered this who mastered it you know i it's like it's like a journey it's like it's fun to me and it's kind of sad to me that things are going the way of so digital like that it's so disposable it's like it doesn't even tangibly exist you know True. so i'm i'm all about like let's let's keep the cds going a little longer <laughs> and, and 
not not to go off tangent here, but you know what what could happen though? People could include all that information with the song, the digital file. Yes, they and could. They don't. That's no. uh, that's what bothers me as a DJ. Yeah, you know, like, I try to. Yeah. I try to embed all that information. Right. But still, it's still it's, you're right. It's not the same. That's why they call it an album. You that's look right. at go and turn the pages. You know exactly. Uh, well, I, I want to share one more song now. That um, it's actually the end of the uh, CD, but mm-hmm. we're not not the end of our little visit. Here okay. Today. <laughs> uh, but I, it's a it's a beautiful piece. It features you on the piano, I believe, mm-hmm. and also a string quartet. Yes, it does. Um, it was arranged by Paul Michael Barkan, who um, is really getting a name out there for the magical orchestra. Um, he transcribed when he was in, I think he was in either junior high or the first year of high school, he transcribed the Beatles' White Album, note for note. And it was always his dream to have it performed with a 60-piece orchestra, which is what they used in the studio, and all of the traditional, you know, instruments that were used. And he finally saw it to fruition. And I was part of that concert. I actually sang background vocals, believe it or not. And he's since then done so many concerts and has done arranging for Jeff Emmerich, who worked on Beatles albums. So the fact that he did the arrangements for two of the songs on the CD is is really exciting because I heard string quartet and that you know he was he's the guy he's the one I was going to ask and um this song in particular is very special for me because I wrote it for my husband who's a huge Brian Wilson fan and I wrote it for my husband sort of as an homage to Brian What if I waited this long And at the end there is nothing at all Would you still be It's time to let go of their answers in the game. Would you still be? It's such a sweet song. And Thank such you. a lovely re- recording of it, an arrangement. Wow. Would you still believe? Mm. It's on Marcy Geller's album called Square Peg. We're talking with Marcy today here on Traditions, uh, this lovely new album that uh, Marcy has released, her latest collection. 
and uh, a lot of songs that were um, inspired or challenged to be written. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> As they opposed were. to a challenge to write, these were challenged to, to be written. Right? Yes, exactly. Uh, but it, it's a, a collection that, you know, um, oh, how do I describe it? I mean, I, 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 well, I'll tell you a little quick story. I, 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 as you may know, I also booked the Hurdy Gurdy Folk Music Club. Wait, wait, wait. And we had a guest artist uh, recently who played the piano. Mm. And some indignant fan came up to me in the middle of the uh, intermission and says, I've never seen a piano at a folk concert before. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my, 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 my reply to him was, well, it, it's not the instrument. It's the way the song is, is written, the That's way right. it's presented. And That's right. It's what you're doing on your CD that comes across that I think that we can all relate to and share. Thank you. And I know you've you've had songs of yours shared, so to speak, as mm-hmm. placed on you know cable shows and mm-hmm. such. And mm-hmm. a lot of artists are doing that these days. Uh, That's the mailbox. It's the yeah. mailbox money, as we call it. Yeah. You know, it's how you pay the bills. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a weird thing because, you know, it, I, my first placement actually happened by accident. It was a song that I wrote with a friend many many years ago, and she said, "Well, somebody wants to put it on this this kids show. Are you afraid of the dark?" And I'm like all right. And she's like, well, we'll get paid. And I'm like, oh, bonus, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we got the check and I'm like, oh, I have to do more of this. <laughs> like, this is, this is good. Yeah. And so, you know, I've been pretty lucky in getting some decent playment placements. Um, I, I, a funny story is it's, this part isn't funny. I, my husband and I came home from a funeral. That part's not funny, but we were so spent that we just like plopped down on the couch and put on the television and we were just surfing around and, we were watching, what was it? Oh, Celebrity Rehab came on. And all of a sudden, you know, during Gary Busey's big speech where he's finally accountable to the group, I looked at my husband and I said, that song sounds really familiar. And he looked at me and he said, that's you. <laughs> and at first I was like, whoa, this is so weird. And then I went, ka-ching, because yeah, right, I'm right. like, okay, mailbox money and so yes only love matters this very sweet song that is on the album with david buskin was on you know before the older version was on celebrity rehab and that was a that was a big payday so very <laughs> thankful to gary <laughs> well, well let's take a listen to the, this cut now of that of that song uh, only love matters featuring david buskin and uh, this is from marcy's album square peg It's only love And I know it's hard to believe 
some real good words there. Only love matters, and that was you with uh, David Buskin and yeah, kind of an all-star <laughs> cast there. Who were who, who some of the other performers? Uh, Honor Finnegan mm-hmm. and um, Eric Dodenhoff, who is the stepson of Stu Kabeck, who was Jack Cardi's best friend, uh-huh. and um, let's see, my husband John Tobacco. Uh, I'm trying to think. Am I forgetting anybody? I think that's that's all of us. We kind of like we we quadrupled ourselves a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> It's really wonderful. It's such a lovely recording. And then, uh, you know, again, I, I hate using the word anthem, but I can see hmm. people singing along with that and, and getting some empowerment from songs like that. From uh, your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my grandmother would have said. <laughs> right, right. Well, we have Marcy Geller with us in the studio today. We're talking about her new CD, Square Peg, and we're going to hear another cut in just a moment or two. I just want to remind you that your dial is set to 89.1 WFUT Neck. And by the way, if you missed any of the show, well, shame on you, first of all. But uh, No, it's okay. You can catch it again. Just go to our website, WFDU.FM. Click on HD1 Archives, because we are HD1. WFDU, as you know, has three HD channels. This is the uh, the Big Daddy, HD1. And uh, look for Traditions, and this show will be there for the next two weeks. And we'll return with another cut or two from uh, Square Peg right after this. This segment of WFDU programming is underwritten by the South Orange Performing Arts Center. On Saturday, June 18th, the Smithereens will be performing. New Jersey's own Smithereens are best known for writing and playing catchy 1960s-influenced power pop with irresistible hooks and rapturously fuzzed-out guitars. The South Orange Performing Arts Center is located at One Soapac Way in South Orange, New Jersey. For more information, the phone number is 973-313-2787, and the website is sopacnow.org. That's the Smithereens at SOPAC on Saturday, June 18th at 8 p.m. Hey, this is Ghosty. Coming up this Sunday on the Vintage Rock and Pop Shop, our guest will be singer-songwriter Tony Tennille. As one half of the Captain and Tennille, Tony has scored numerous chart singles and just released her autobiography. We'll also be giving away tickets to see Frankie Avalon at the Bergen Pack on May 21st. And we'll be counting down the top 10 songs this week back in 1966. That's this coming Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time right here on 89.1 WFDU-FM. All right. Well, actually, that that show aired today. Ghosty's on every Sunday, <laughs> but uh, you got to listen to this one. Go to our archi- archives. Um, she was really dishing on the captain on that one. Oh, uh, that's some, sad. Some bad blood there. Oh, I'm sorry no. to say, but you can go to the archives and catch it. And uh, by the way, I understand next week Ghosty's doing a special program about the uh, the making of the Beach Boys Pet Sounds album. Oh, <laughs> yeah. did you hear that, John? I'm talking to my husband. <laughs> You yeah. better make sure you listen to that. Uh, well, I hope I hope everybody does, and I hope uh, all of you are enjoying what you're hearing today. I'm Ron Alesco. Marcy Geller is with me in the studio, and we're sharing songs from a delightful album called Square Peg. Um, I love the album cover, too. It's hmm. you with, uh, with a big block of wood trying to fit that square peg into the round hole. Yeah, and I, I have to give the proper credit. I had this idea, took it to a New Jersey artist, Amy Volchak, and um, Drew Ritker, and they took the photo that Shelley Frum took of me and put all the pieces together. And yeah, I, I think the album cover says it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. Yeah, well, it's it's a, it's a lovely collection as we've been hearing. Thank um, you. If our audience wants to get in touch with you, mm-hmm. find out more about it, uh, where would they go? To my cyber home, which is marcygeller.com, and I'll spell it because there's many ways to spell Marcy and Geller. It's it's M A R C I G E L L E R dot com. And you've got some appearances coming up in June. I do, I do. Um, some of you may remember a very famous venue many, many years ago uh, on Long Island called My Father's Place. And it's been gone for years. I I was a little too young. I kind of missed the wave to be able to play when it was Uh. in its heyday. But Epi, Michael Epstein, who was the proprietor, is back in action. And Uh. he's a nut and he's so passionate and he's so about the music and the artists and taking care of us. So he now has a concert series called My Father's Place. My Father's Place Presents. I love it. So June 7th, I'll be with full band, guys. Oh, Come. Nice. And it's free. 
I was at my father's place a couple of times. Ah. And I, I don't want to date myself, but I, I remember seeing a band that was unknown at the time by the name of Blondie. <laughs> and I, I still have a T-shirt that says Blondie is a group because everybody used to think of them in the comic strip. I, yeah. I, can't, I can't wear the T-shirt anymore. I can't fit into it, but you know. <laughs> but it's good to see they're back because uh, you know, it was such a great club and, and carrying that music well, on. And, yeah, and, and I was going to say, doesn't that go to show you that you saw a little unknown yeah, band, Blondie? He, he's always had this ear for music and he, he's been so such a, a wonderful friend and supporter and I'm so excited to be performing. It's an honor to perform for him at this great venue in Glen Cove on the water and it is a restaurant so it, it's a free evening. It's my gift to the fans but you do need to make a reservation because it's limited seating so just go to the website and you'll find out all about it. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be at a festival this summer too, right? Yeah, and uh, the following weekend I will be at the Crossroads Folk Festival in Malvern. Uh -huh. uh, Stuart Mar uh, Marcus from Gathering Time is the one putting that whole thing together, and it's it's it was a, it's actually the second annual because I was at the first one last year. <laughs> I performed, and it's a fabulous, fabulous festival. Headliner Tom Chapin. So, oh, very nice. Yeah, it's going to be very great. Nice. Yeah. Well, we'll be letting our listeners know about that. We'll yep. also be playing our concert calendar a little while. Yeah. But Marcy, I, again, I, I want to thank you for coming by today, mm -hmm. and, and and more than that, I want to thank you for recording this <sighs> wonderful CD. Uh, it's just a it's a treasure. I mean, oh, to, to be able you. to share these songs and. You know, feel the spirit that, that comes out of these songs. It's just, it's wonderful. You can make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we're here for. No. <laughs> uh, I'd like to share one more song before we finish our, our little uh, chat together. Um, mm -hmm. This is a song called Strong. Mm -hmm. This was written during one of the Fearless Songwriter Challenges. And, um, you know, I, I think it's self-explanatory. There's, there's a lot of pain in the song, but there's also a tremendous amount of optimism mm. because what I learned through the process of writing the song, and this is one of those songs where I literally sat down at the piano and, and almost wrote the entire thing from start to finish in, in one pass. Mm -hmm. um, the, the emotions were so strong and so thick in the air for me at that moment. And, you know, it's really about taking something that's a challenge and realizing what matters. Right. Yeah. Well, we're going to share this now. Marcy, again, thank you so much for coming by today. And uh, we look forward to much more for the future, too. Hope so. Thanks. <laughs> it's been a pleasure, as always. Open door, kick off shoes, drop the back. Before you leave the keys for someone new. 
my breath Together take the final step Look ahead, no farewell said I know that you tried holding on for us I hope that you know that I think you are strong The song is called Strong, and it's from Marcy Geller's album, Square Peg. And again, I want to thank Marcy for coming by today and sharing such lovely songs from this new recording. MarcyGeller.com, M-A-R-C-I-G-E-L-L-E-R.com. You can check it out and find out about her other recordings as well and upcoming appearances and all kinds of fun things. Uh, Marcy Geller. Well, I'm Ronald Lesko, and this is Traditions on WFDU. We have another hour to go on our program today. We're going to hear some new music and some old favorites as well.